Welcome to a Healthy Push podcast. I'm Shannon Jackson, former anxiety sufferer turned adventure mom and anxiety recovery coach. I struggled with anxiety, panic disorder, and agoraphobia for 15 years. And now I help people to push past the stuff that I used to struggle with. Each week, I'll be sharing real and honest conversations along with actionable and practical steps that you can take to help you push past your anxious thoughts, the symptoms, panic, and fears. Welcome. You're right where you're meant to be. Okay, so today is another Q&A episode with Annie, and we are both really excited. I know I'm excited because I saw the topic of acceptance, and I'm like, yes, this is something that so many people are curious about, like, what does it actually look like? And I opened it up, right, and I asked what questions you have about acceptance. So I'm really excited to go through these and just have a conversation and Annie is going to like chime in, give her perspective on some things, and it'll just be really cool. So take us take us off with the first question, Annie. What do we got? Yes. Yeah, so hi, everyone. Um, I think we should start off with just the basics, right? So that we actually know what acceptance is. So before we get deeper into anything, let's start with that, Shannon. So what is acceptance when it comes to anxiety recovery exactly? <laughs> I'm going to try to make this as simple as possible because I think like many things, we try to make it much more complex than it is, but it's really quite simple. So in my opinion, it really means you're acknowledging, you're really allowing anxiety to be there without trying to do something to like control it, to get rid of it, to suppress it. Like the acceptance of anxiety when it's present really means like, I'm going to let myself feel. But I think a lot of people struggle with how the heck do I do that? Like how do I let myself feel? And really I think the most simplistic way to look at it is what is the what are you doing in order to not feel? Cuz that's often where we have to go to because acceptance really looks like right, I'm going to let this in. I'm going to let this happen and we'll just see and you really have to sort of drop that that guard, that wanting to do, like wanting to reach for things, wanting to turn around and go home, wanting to run, like, you know, just wanting to do something to make it all go away. And it's interesting because we were having a bit of a conversation <laughs> before we jumped on and hit record. And, you know, you said something so good that I was like, yes. You said, you know, it looks different for everyone. And mm -hmm. It's so true. Like it's so true and I think yeah. we all hear like you have to accept it and and all that and you're like, well, what does it look like? And you kind of want this clean cut like just do this and it it's just not. Like everyone kind of has their own way that they learn how to really accept it and let it in. Obviously, it looks very similar in the sense of I'm going to resist doing all the things to try to make myself not feel anxious, but you know, it does look differently for everyone. Acceptance is like something that I love talking about and is a huge part, obviously, of panic to peace. Mm -hmm. um, but you saying, you know, it looks differently for everyone. Can you like talk with I know you, you've been very open, like you are in your recovery journey. Like what does acceptance look like for you? Yeah. Like I think it's so funny because it's just so, so not a one size fits all thing, right? Like I think it also like kind of comes down to how long you've been like stuffing things down for. Like obviously if you're in that pattern, it's like, you know, it's a lot 
it's just different. So for me, it's like, I don't know. I think a lot of people, they just kind of look at it and they're like, oh, like I have to just in the moment, like let myself panic or whatever. But for me, it almost looks like ahead of time, just kind of sitting there and being like, hey, I'm going to leave or I'm going to do this thing and it's going to be uncomfortable and I'm probably going to panic or be uncomfortable. And like at the beginning, that was so hard, right? Like just kind of letting myself go there, but like almost creating that expectation, like knowing like, hey, I'm doing the hard stuff. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's like sort of allowed me to open up to that possibility, like allowing myself to go there, sort of expecting it. And then like, what's so funny, and we were talking about this before we started the podcast is like, when I actually do that, I'm so much more willing to feel it. And then subsequently, at least for me, it's like, usually it's a lot less extreme. Like I put myself in this totally uncomfortable position this past weekend. And I went into it saying like, okay, Annie, like this is going to suck. Like you're going to be there. You're going to allow it. You're going to be present. And it was like totally fine. And I would totally amaze myself. So I think that's the power of acceptance, really. It's amazing, honestly. Yeah, it's so cool. I think the example that you gave is so perfect of like, instead of, you know, I'm going to leave the house and I'm going to get in the car and I'm going to go there and I'm not going to feel anxious. I'm not going to panic or, you know, just having that, that wall up and instead saying, hey, I, I might, you know, I might panic, might feel anxious. Like, let's, let's see. Like, and even a little bit of like, okay, like bring it on. Maybe I will. But, yeah. you know, still making that de- de- decision to go, I think, drops that immediate resistance to it. Yeah. And I think while we're talking about resistance, I think it's important <laughs> to talk about how there really isn't this, in my opinion, this like 100% acceptance. I kind of think a lot of people are shooting for that of like, I'm mm-hmm. 100% accepting or I'm a hundred percent of the time accepting the anxiety and I'm not doing anything ever to push it away. And it's like, that's not really realistic. And I think you're always going to have some natural resistance to feeling anxious and feeling uncomfortable, especially like you said, if you have, you know, a number of months or years that you've been resisting you know, you're going to have some of that there. So having that expectation of like, yeah, when I feel this way, I'm I'm going to feel like, oh, I got to yeah. do something with this. And that's why it's so important, right, to slow down, be mindful, like be aware of when you're wanting to go there and say, hey, hey, maybe we don't have to go there. <laughs> totally. Like something I've noticed is like the more you kind of allow yourself to start working with it, like the more you become aware of the things you're doing where, you know, like obviously the nature of panic disorder is very scary to have a panic attack. You know, it's normal to hate it, but the more you allow yourself to go there, it's like the more like I can find myself falling into those patterns, right? Like I'm usually like clenching my stomach or like I start to not inhale fully and stuff like that. And you can like take the time to be like, oh, these are the things I do. Like now I'm going to relax my stomach. I'm going to take a full breath and as hard as that So, yeah. (laughs) So good. Like such good examples, Annie. And I think, you know, I I don't want anyone to think I get to this point where I like fully accept, like acceptance is it. I'm going to, I'm going to fully accept and then I'm going to heal. Like it it really isn't that. I like don't put so much weight on this acceptance. Um, You know, and it, it, it isn't, 
I accept it. And also like, so I think back up because I'm kind of like going to go in a different direction with this. But I think there's the acceptance of like the anxiety when it's present in a particular moment. And then there's this like overarching acceptance like of anxiety. And I think both are important. I think, you know, we talk about this in the program, but there are so many levels of acceptance. But I think it's, you know, I don't ever want people to get confused or get this mixed up with, you know, I have to accept anxiety as a part of my life forever. And then I'm always going to struggle with this. Like, no, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. Um, I don't think that's true at all. But yeah, I I could continue on as you might be able to notice. So let's go to the next question before I keep So the next question kind of leads into what you're saying. And that's basically, I guess, um, how, in your opinion, like is acceptance or kind of like letting that anxiety in, like, is that the way, like, is that the path to recovery, I guess? Oh my gosh. I love this question. I think there is so much out there about acceptance and whether it's social media, books, podcasts, like I even talk about acceptance and that's because I believe it is an important piece, an element, a tool of recovery but it sure as heck not the only thing. So I mm-hmm. think, you know, we look at recovery and people talk so much about acceptance and you have to face and you have to do and you have to let anxiety be there. And so I think we kind of get the mentality that acceptance is the way. Like mm-hmm. it's the only thing and you and you have to do this. And I don't think it has to be that black and white. I think it is a very essential piece of recovery. Like you can't keep fighting it and you can't keep resisting it and doing all the things to not make yourself feel anxious and expect to not feel anxious. Like you have to let down that resistance. But Mm -hmm. there is so so many more tools, so many more things that will be helpful. And I talk so much about, right, it's not one thing. There are so many small tools. There are so many small steps. And always I think – you know, something that I tell all of my students, my clients that I work with is that there's kind of two parts of healing. Like there's the part where, yes, you have to face anxiety. You have to build up this tolerance for feeling it. You have to drop the resistance. You have to let it in. That's one part. Like, you know, and you could lump exposures into this, like all that good stuff. (laughs) And by good stuff, I mean not fun stuff. (laughs) All that stuff. But there's also this other side of recovery, like the other side is really, you know, supporting yourself and all the other tools like self-compassion and awareness and your relationships and lifestyle and like it goes on and on and on. So I will say very bluntly, no, (laughs) acceptance is not the way. Um, It's a tool and it's a really helpful tool and I think an essential tool, but it's not the only one. Yeah, I love that because it's just there's so many different pieces and it's just kind of like a little bit different for everyone too. Like it definitely helps. It does. <laughs> yeah, um, and for I'm glad you said that because for some people it really is super helpful and is like that piece that kind of unlocks a ton. And right. we see that in the beginning of the Panics Peace program. Like a lot of people will start practicing it and then be like, okay, I don't need to take the rest of the program. And I'm like, (laughs) maybe don't jump the gun that much. But some people really do find it to be like that helpful. And it it can be, but some people find eh, maybe a little bit, but 
there's still exactly. a lot, a lot of other stuff going on. <laughs> exactly. Like there's something for everyone in the anxiety toolkit, if you will. Like yeah. if it's not for you, there's something else, like all sorts of different little pieces. But um, the next question is another good one. And um, basically somebody asked, they said, how come when we sit and allow the symptoms to be there, they tend to get louder instead of quieter? Oh. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, this is that. Oh, gosh. I like just got taken back to my own journey and when I was really struggling. So I think this question is so good. And I want to first recognize, you know, how come when we sit and allow the symptoms to be there and the symptoms really are anxiety. So we're talking about anxiety. So it's like, mm-hmm. how come really when I, I sit and I allow it in and I, I drop that resistance, how come things get louder instead of quieter? So I think it goes back to, you know, acceptance is great and essential and I think a really important piece. But I think there's there, there's that kind of expectation there that acceptance should work, quote, work. Like yeah. it should work and it should be the thing that makes the anxiety quieter. Mm-hmm. It, it should be the thing that makes it go away. And it's like – uh, it's just sort of a really unhelpful, unrealistic expectation. I think the beauty of what you said in the story that you were telling, Annie, is like, mm-hmm. you know, I sort of left the house with the expectation of like, I'm going to feel some stuff. Like, anxiety is <laughs> coming. Like, I'm probably going to panic, you know, and that is sort of what allows it to pass and, and not be so loud. But sometimes, it definitely does heighten things because you're doing something very different probably than what you've been doing for months or years. So if your go-to response has always been like, I'm not going to feel this. I'm going to keep putting up this resistance. I'm going to keep looking for all the things to make me not feel anxious. Well, of course, like of course things, you know, it's going to be hard when you flip it and start having the response of like, I'm not going to reach for all the things and I'm not going to do all the things and I'm going to actually let myself feel, of course things are going to get louder because your brain is like, no, 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 no. What are you doing? This is not what we do. Like this doesn't feel good and that can be scary. So I think it's important to recognize, right, you, you obviously want them to get quieter, but they don't have to. They don't have to. Like you want them to. Um, but they don't have to immediately, at least, you know, they, it can be, you really allow and the feelings do pass sort of quickly. It can be you allow and the feelings really ramp up. And I think both make sense. Um, but when the feelings really ramp up, it's that continued, okay, we're going there and we're sort of going to try to let this happen and unfold as it is. And of course, there are tools and things that can help you in these moments. But I think just having the expectation of it makes sense that if I allow and I really let it be here, I'm going to feel some more. I think that makes total sense. Yeah. I just love that. It's so good. It's, you know, it's just kind of like also not letting it just mean. That's a huge thing for me too. It's just, it doesn't have to like mean anything about what you're doing. It probably just means you're doing like how you say so often, like you're doing the uncomfortable thing. Like that in itself is a sign that you're recovering is you're willing to go there. So it also kind of reminds me of like, you know, so often you hear people say like, oh, meditation, that isn't for me. It doesn't help me at all. And it's like, because 
people expect that fix right away. And I think that, you know, initially it's uncomfortable because you're allowing yourself to kind of just be there with it. And so of course, when you look at it that way, it's like, you know, anytime you're getting more present. And so your awareness of it might be a little heightened, but yeah. Yeah. So I love that. So good. And I think something that you were saying, it makes me think, you know, the like meditation, like acceptance, you know, we want the quick fixes. We want the right now relief, but oftentimes we don't get it in the moment, but it is building. It's sort of happening behind the scenes. And although you, you know, we often interpret our feelings and feeling more anxious or having a panic attack as being bad, but really it's our brains working really hard to create these new healthy pathways. And so you're not going to see the benefits usually in the moment. You're not going to feel that quick relief. You're not going to feel like, oh, okay, I'm on the right track. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very similar. You know, I always use the analogy with, with students and clients of exercise. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be great. You know, sometimes I get done an exercise or, or a hike or something really strenuous. And I'm like, I look, I should look like I lost like five pounds and I should look like I'm <laughs> super muscular. And it's just like, that's not realistic, obviously. But you feel like I worked so dang hard. Like I should see an immediate payoff. Yeah. But it doesn't work that way. Like, but it it's happening. You know, it's happening. It's just gonna take a little bit of time. Yeah, I love that. And gosh, that reminds me really quick too. It, um, my husband, he's a triathlete, and it's so funny the comparisons you can draw between anxiety recovery and training for something like a triathlon. So, like, you know, some days I'll just be like, wow, it's just not my day. And he'll kind of tell me, he looks at it the same way as like, yeah, well, like not every day is gonna be your best run or swim or whatever. And it's it can be funny and helpful to look at it that way. But yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think it is so helpful because it in two, like, you know, training, right? There's so many there's so much going on. Like mm-hmm. you have so many different elements there. And like it's just like anxiety recovery because it's life. There's so many pieces there. And you can't just always expect it to look a certain way. You might want it to, but you have to kind of release those expectations and the hard moments, the the tough days, the that stuff doesn't yeah. have to mean anything unless exactly. you let it. <laughs> right. And I think that's all part of acceptance too, right? It's just saying like, yep, yeah, it's not going to be perfect. I'm going to have days where maybe I don't do what I want to do with my recovery, but yeah. it's about, you know, the small steps as you say. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so our final question is, um, besides just allowing anxiety in or accepting anxiety, have you found any support with supplements or medication? Mm. Oh my goodness. Okay. So this is like Shannon, you know, circa 10 years ago when she was struggling, I would have asked this because this is like, I, I think. I really feel like, you know, whoever asked this is sort of you're reaching because you want relief. You you don't want to struggle anymore and it makes so much sense. You're like, you know, besides acceptance, you might feel like I've tried it and it just hasn't worked. And I hope, you know, everything that we've shared is kind of giving you a different perspective on acceptance because I think it does actually lead to lots of long-term healing and relief. Um, but I think, you know, people often ask this question of, Besides this, what else? Because this hasn't really worked. And, you know, I think I personally never tried any supplements. I just, I don't know. And maybe I did and I just don't have memory of it. I definitely tried like some anxiety relieving gummies that 
they like weren't CBD. They weren't anything. God only knows. It was probably just gummies, right? But I, I would like try anything. Um, but I really I, – I don't know. I don't think like social media and like blogging and all the things were as big when I was struggling or maybe it was just because I was younger mm-hmm. and I didn't have access to as much information. But like it wasn't really a thing. And so I didn't – not ever try any supplements. Um, I did try a few different medications and I actually have an entire podcast episode about my experience with medication and my thoughts on medication. Um, but, you know, long story short to summarize, because I don't want to leave anyone hanging with this, medication didn't end up helping me. It really like my experience was kind of like touch and go. Like I felt like I'm going to give this a shot and I really hope it's helpful. And I kind of had some moments of like, okay, maybe, but it just didn't end up being helpful for me. But the big piece here is, you know, I still recovered even without medication. And that's sort of the beauty in anxiety recovery is that there are so many tools and like medication and maybe even supplements, right? They can be tools that can support you. But they also don't – they're not going to be the thing that works either. So it's not like I've tried acceptance and that doesn't work. So now I'm going to try a supplement. And if that doesn't work, I'm going to try medication. Like, you know, we want to do that because we want things to be easy. But it's just – it's not easy. So I think, you know, like acceptance, medication is just another tool that can support you. And, you know, I think if you're open to it, that's wonderful. Like medication can be hugely supportive. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're not, there are so many other tools that can be helpful for you. Um, you know, I think I recently worked with a client who was really struggling and he actually went back on medication, which was a really hard decision for him. But he actually found that it really like was that little boost that he needed to actually like take the other steps to practice more of acceptance, to like face more of the harder things. So I think that's the sort of beauty is you can take all these tools and use them as sort of building blocks that don't expect it to be one block. There's going to be quite a few, but that's the great part too, right? There's options. And, And, you know, but I think Really not looking at I, – I feel like one of the main messages here in this episode is don't look at any one tool as being the tool or the thing and try not to look at these the tools, like any of them, as being this fix or the thing that's really going to be helpful. It's like totally. play around with it and like see what's helpful for you and use all the things. And, and the more you like really learn – yourself and like better understand yourself and what works for you and what doesn't like that's how you really get to that point where you you know sort of what to do and it makes it a lot easier yeah I love that it's so important so good it's all just like little pieces of a big puzzle and you know what works for you works what doesn't doesn't I had a similar experience with medication gosh five years ago and I wish at the time I was more open and understanding of like medication as a tool. Um, and yeah, I mean, it ended up not being for me. And I remember feeling so like, oh my gosh, if medication is not going to help me, like what, you know, I'm done. And it's just so important to recognize if it is for you, if it's not for you, it's just one component of a huge puzzle toolbox, if you will. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's so good. 
I, I've loved (laughs) this conversation on acceptance. It's like such a huge, you know, pillar of what I teach. And, but I, but I really want to emphasize and make sure, you know, you hear this. It's, it's, it is important. I really do feel like it is a necessary tool, but it's not the only one. And there are so many things that will help you and support you. And really, you have to get honest with yourself many times throughout the recovery journey and really, you know, not look at things as did this work or not work. Start asking yourself, you know, is it was it helpful? Was it supportive? Like, and in what ways? And how maybe could I use this? And how could I make it work for me? Like, really individualizing it for you helps a ton. So yeah. I love this. I Me acceptance too. is like just so fun to talk about. I love this topic. Yeah. Cause I really feel like, you know, with panic to peace and the emphasis on there, that really is just what has kind of like really changed things for me. Like it's just hard to believe the place I was in six months ago and acceptance I think is the one thing. Well, there's a lot of things, but the biggest piece that has me able to say like, I'm just not going back there. Like yeah. I know what to do now. So uh, yeah, so I good. So good. All right. Well, that's the perfect <laughs> place to end on. So <laughs> all right. Until next time, everyone, keep taking healthy action. I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Healthy Push. If you want more, head on over to ahealthypush.com for the show notes and lots more tips, tools, and inspiration that will support your recovery. And if you're hoping for me to cover a certain topic, be sure to join my Instagram community at a healthy push and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next.